coming up on Monkeys Took My Jetpack. Think your girlfriend's in there? All signs point to yes. We go in tonight. How subtle do we want to be here? I'm an <laughs> impulse person. I don't think things out sometimes. I pull out my gun and blast the hell out of the gate. Oh, wow. Do you have any idea how close you came to killing someone? Hey, I've been playing with this group for a while and I haven't died yet, so if this is the first time... All right. I think that takes care of Mr. Shaw. For now. Echo doesn't seem like the type that truck with evil powers knowingly. Police officer, stop or I'm going to shoot. Oh, 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 yeah. My innards have been ripped by a cold claw out of my gut. Mark this location, because we might need to blow it up. Let's do it. Good morning, good evening, or good afternoon, and thank you so much for downloading Monkeys Took My Jetpack, issue number 45. It is another episode of the Dresden Files, as the vast majority of the next, oh, well, 25 or so issues will be. So get used to it! This is our third Dresden Files session, and the heat gets turned up a little bit in our investigation of Echo and where she's got to. So let's not waste any time dilly-dallying, shilly-shallying, and otherwise fiddle-faddle. Let's get to it. The cast includes Trilobite as our esteemed Game Master. There's something very important that I have to ask you guys. Yours truly... Blind Geek, as David Mercury, cop-turned-cabby and champion of God. You know why the hell not? Josh, playing Ezra Crooklyn, a wizard. I really wish I'd brought my gun. And Moondog, playing Logan Shaw, white court vampire. Sounds good, let's go. So without further ado, grab a cup, bottle, glass, or can of your favorite beverage... Sit back, relax, and enjoy Monkeys Took My Jetpack, issue number 45, A Stir of Echo. Do we remember where the hell we left off? I kind of do, but not very well. I, I meant to... That's Al's I, job. I yeah, think we were yeah, all in a car. Were we? More or less. Or uh, maybe I, I was on a motorcycle. You, you were on a motorcycle. Before I get to who was in what manner of vehicular companions, um, <laughs> let me just ask real quick. Um, I'm kind of congested, and I just want to make sure you guys aren't getting, like, nose whistles or something off my mic. Not yet. No. Nope. Okay, cool. Because um, I had that in one file, and I, it's uh, somewhat difficult to edit out, let me tell you. So. Yeah, I, I understand. You you are kind of, it sounds like, and there's not much that can be done about this. You're you're on the verge of breaking up, but it hasn't happened yet. Yeah, so. no, I've noticed that, too. I didn't know if it was, I couldn't tell who it was, though. Okay, well, we'll see what we can do here. You're doing fine, sir. Yeah, I'm oh, just, right. it's not so a big deal. I was just letting you know since you asked. Okay. So, Moondog. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> what? Uh, you know, if you just get a little more congested, you could do a pretty damn decent George Takei impersonation. Oh, thank you. This You're... isn't actually my congested voice. That's just my normal voice. <laughs> With the congested voice, I just sound like this. Well, that's cool. Do that all the time. Okay. I like it. <laughs> we have a tune character in the much. making. Can we play up yes. Mice and Men now and you can be Lenny? <laughs> Tell me again about the rabbits. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. 
(laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, it's a role I was born to play. Logan, you were out on your motorcycle, letting off some steam after the day's events. You had dealt with a building supervisor and an environmental inspection of one of your family's projects. There was a branch of the Montalvo fault line. That's the fault system that runs right through the middle of the city, previously undiscovered. And there was an environmental inspector who was trying to put a halt to things. You made him your emotional puppet and solved the problem. But after the firefight with the ghouls and having to deal with your dad and then the drain of using your beast on this guy and everything else, you decided it was time to relax, took off on your motorcycle riding through the rolling, oak-lined avenues of the heights. When you got a call, it was David Mercury, excuse me, David Mercury, pocket-dialing you on your emergency number, which he does not have. And then, Mercury, you may recall what you filled him in on. Do you sort of remember the... I just I remember, remember getting... He was a jackass to I remember being... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to refute that, but it was in character for him to do so, so I'll let it stand. Yeah, he was... <laughs> I remember getting very pissy with him about the fact that his lackeys had called me up to try and get me to do some number Back crunching down. or some shit, yeah. and I was just not having any of it. Yeah, you were being a bitch. Do you remember where you were going? Uh, I had the tracking spell made to track down Echo. Yes. And do you remember why you were tracking down Echo? Because she was missing, and we pretty much thought that she had run off with the faux Scientologists. Or something like that, because... The, 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 the cult. The whatever they are. Yeah, a cult of some kind. Yeah. And, oh, and this is, when... i got to be careful. This is Katie Holmes' hometown. She could... Scientologists could hear me anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you thought she had maybe been taken by some sort of cult because of the way that she was talking. Her roommate had revealed to you, like you managed to get an interview out of her before she passed back out again, you know, 10 in the morning. You managed to get sort of a brief interview out of her, and she'd come in and clean up all her stuff, and she'd been talking the last couple days about some amazing guy that she met and something about a farm up in the mountains and this guy was wonderful and had this great family that had yeah, definitely so sounded it had cultish the, It all had all the taglines of a cult. So you had set up a tracking spell, and do you remember what happened when you used it? There was a lot of feedback as though I was being blocked, which is another big red flag. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, I got into a little psychic contest with whoever was That's on right. the other end. Yeah, with some sort of thing, which to you looked... I think why is any said, object we don't understand always called a thing? Yeah, why don't we call it a what's-it or a who's a McGinney? They do have a answer. That's my Star Trek reference for the... Yes, I, I got you there, Bones. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta have at least one per episode. Anyway, some sort of thing, which I think you had decided looked like an outsider to you. Uh, was something that resembled a decaying sea anemone and in a collection of insects and a tree dying of blight. Yeah, as an alien god, if ever I saw one. And it had put out quite a psychic whammy, but you, yeah. you disconnect that. And then you had bled on the little Ouija board that you had been using. And I don't know if you took notes on that, but like it landed very specifically only on certain letters. Oh, that's right, that's right. And... I put the I took the take notes, but I'll be damned if I know where those letters are. 
All right, I can give you those real quick if you're prepared to write them on like your yeah. character sheet or what have you. Please. Okay, let me bring that up here real quick, like. Okay, so you ready to copy them their letters? Yes. Okay, we have C. Yep. I. T. N. A. Y. D. And S. You can't tell what order those may have fallen in, but very specifically, your blood drops land on those letters and those letters alone. Mad City. Possibly. And there was something about it you had made Mad a little roll. Maybe. Something about it had seemed kind of familiar. Like, you know that one of the wardens, maybe your local warden, um, knows something about it. Uh, like, you read it in a book somewhere or yeah, something. Yeah, like, she's uh, she's an expert on outsiders or something like that. Was, is that right? The yeah, yeah, something like that. You know, you can't. You couldn't, like, remember exactly, but you knew that, like, Rosetta Marshall was involved with her somehow. She 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 knows about this kind of thing. Yeah. Okay, yeah, she was on my list of people. Because the tracking spell is still up, right? I got, it yes. resisted, but I, I did make, I broke through their, their obfuscation. Yep. Okay, so once that, okay, so once I either get to the end of the tracking spell or it ends... Yeah, talking to Cindy, is that her name? Rosetta. Rosetta. That would Rosetta be Rosetta Marshall. Uh, that would be the next my next thing. Um In, I'll go on. I think that brings us completely up to speed here. You're in the car with David Mercury. In fact, you're in his cab. And you guys are heading let's see, you just made the interchange. So, you're heading north on 101 toward the hills, like up toward um, Pismo Beach and Diamond Lake, sort of in that general area, up into the uh, Sangre, de, uh, Sangre de Santos. Blood of the Saints. I think that pretty much brings us up to speed. Was there anything that I left out? No, I think we're pretty good. Okay. Then I'm going to immediately throw down a compel on you, Logan Shaw. Because, you know, the early bird gets the worm. And also, you hate to lose. You know that these guys are headed toward a certain location. You don't know exactly where, but it has always paid off for you to be at places before people, especially before sort of rivals like the White Council. Okay. So I'm holding out a fate point to you. I take it. Okay. And up to you, however, that influences your actions. Okay. And right now, we refreshed? Yes. Okay. I had and, oh, now. yes. Three. Last time, we had ruled that you had a tracking device secreted, oh, yeah. as they say, on Mercury's cab. Good, good. So, basically, I know the general direction. I think I have an idea of where they're going. Yeah, you can see they're headed north on 101. It looks like they're passing Grover Beach, heading north toward 
Pismo Beach, possibly northwest toward Diamond Lake and the general like hills that are out there. The big golden sear oak-covered hills that uh, are the uh, Sangre de Santos Mountains. During our conversation, did either one of those guys indicate to me what they were looking for or what they were doing? Yes, you know the general story because you were there early on. Before the ghouls attacked, you understood that they were looking for a, a young woman who lives there, possibly a minor talent of some type, who goes by the name of Echo, who had been missing for a couple of days and no one really realized it. Why the cell phone was on, did I pick up any other information? Did I hear anything about where they were directly going to? Or I'll rule that you got the sense that they had some idea where they were going, but did not know their own specific destination. Okay, I'm going to head towards 101. As I'm flying along, of course, never following the speed limit. Um, <laughs> I'm going to grab my Bluetooth mic or whatever I have in my helmet where I can just talk on the phone yeah. by pushing a button. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember what the name of my bodyguard was. Have we determined that? Yes, we have. Let me see if I've got it written down somewhere. And I apologize. I don't have my notes of the last session here. Oh, that's no problem. Uh, no, I don't happen to see him here. Oh, I'm Victor. Bruiser okay, so okay. Victor it is. Victor. Personal. Victor, who has uh, about the same personality as a rattlesnake. I like him. Yep. Much nicer than, say, other people. Okay, so I'm going to ring Victor. Ring, 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 ring. Yes, sir. What can we do for you? Hey, Victor. Um, I'm heading down the 101. I think there's some business going on with David Mercury, and uh, he, he's not too happy with us approaching him, but I'm not too happy with his attitude. Um, could you get the big SUV, you know, the armored one? The Hummer's and, already prepped and ready. I'll uh, get some of the lads together, shall we? Yeah, I want you to head down the 101 going, is it north? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Going north, I'll give you further directions, but I think there's something going on, and I need a little backup. So bringing in the boys that you want, uh, arm yourself well, and I'll call you back ASAP. Understood. We're in round immediately, and you can hear him already starting to round people up. Perfect. He, they also had sent some guys that are, were go, are going to send some guys after Mercury because of his... Well, we're going to rough you up. Don't worry. Yeah, that's, yep. I'm just reminding... I know. I remember that being a looming threat. <laughs> yep. And uh, you also have a private investigator following Kirkland, Josh's character. Yep. What? I don't remember that. I do remember hiring because I called up and said, you know, this wizard's more powerful than I thought. We need to start telling him. <laughs> yep. Remember that? Do you guys remember that? Nope, but that's okay. If you do, then and he does. It was then right it's, after the ghoul there. fight, and I was driving away when I did that. I think it's the last thing I did. Pretty much. Yeah, I, I called Before my personal assistant. Yep. Yep. Miss Fox. Yes. Honestly, I want to be in front of them. I think, mm-hmm. but I don't want them to be able to see me, and then I'll keep tracking to see if they turn off somewhere or continue forward. Ooh, this is guy like on the motorcycle. What a jackass! Driving speed. <laughs> I am helmeted. Like Traffic so. rules, help us all, pal. <laughs> help us all. God damn it, hate that. This sounds like an interesting <laughs> place to make a roll. So why don't you give me a drive roll? I don't you recognize know, it as Logan. I'm just yelling at the jackass on the motorcycle. Motorcycle. <laughs> drive in between the lanes. God damn it. Are you saying he makes a drive roll or I make a drive roll? 
I'm saying you make a driver. Gotcha. Logan Shaw. Two. Okay. You know some back routes that lead into the general area where they could be headed? If they get on the freeway, you can cut in front of them. If they turn off, you are already got a straight shot through some state roads and uh, the surface roads that run through the old ranches and old farmhouses and stuff up here. Right, cool. All right. I think that takes care of Mr. Shaw. For now. Hey, am I oh. in the car with... Yeah, you're driving me because we're tracking with the tracking spell. That's right. I believe my bike is in the back of the car. <laughs> the bike that's been imbued... Or has it been imbued with magical... It should, if it no, hasn't. it's just a regular bicycle. Oh, damn, that's not fun. Come on. Oh, that's a good idea, because I actually I specialize in artifice and enchanting stuff. So I, uh, I haven't... Nothing's occurred to me to do here. <laughs> I can think of a couple of things. Have jets of flame shooting out of the back. Why would I do that? Because it looks cool. Okay, given. Granted. I'll get on it. Wait, are and you guys actually having this conversation? You know why the hell not? All we're oh, doing right now is ooh. driving... Oh, turn left here. I got it. I got it. I got it. Don't worry. All right, all right, all right. All right. But yeah, you get enough thrust going in with those flame jets that can increase the speed and look cool. Chicks dig it. What's there to not like? Kind of obvious, isn't it? Well, you know, if you're going to have magical powers from the depths of wherever the hell, why not flaunt on, I say? own strength <laughs> will. Whoa, hey! Roadhog! Get the hell out of the way! Oh, God, the motorcyclist. God, that, what the hell's wrong with that guy? I know. Jesus. <laughs> Jackass. I lean over and lay on your horn. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I want to offer you a as well, Mr. Kirkland. Oh, okay. Because you're going into a situation here that I think you had advised might have some dark magics involved. And you know, the wardens do owe you. All right, so what are you compelling me to do? I'm saying that that aspect might influence your... Uh, approach to this situation here. Possibly even complicating it, depending on how you handle it. Okay. Well, I can't really cell phone them. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm planning on checking out the wardens here. I, my spell's got a limited time to run, so I've got to yeah. use this while I can, and then once we find out things, I'll probably, depending on what the situation's looking like, I, I'm intending to get a hold of Rosetta. So go ahead fairly and take that soon. I've got to get this tracking spell a tracking. Well, it's good, because I don't want to go through that fight again. I don't have yeah. to. All right, so keep that in mind then. Go ahead and take that point. Thank you. So you find yourself following the tracking spell, swinging off 101, and you're going up along Hosanna Road. Quickly leaves behind the tracked homes of Pismo Beach and goes into the area of um, almost abandoned farms that lie along here in an area that's frequently proposed as part of a green belt, but the legislation never seems to get going. It's just a lot of small sheep and cattle farms that are just struggling along. Dilapidated houses and brand-new pickup trucks, that kind of area. Dilapidated houses, brand-new pickup trucks. Got it. Another area. So uh, you're quickly heading up into the steep hills, which are uh, closing in around you, and uh, you come to unmarked country road that looks like it leads along a cliffside dropping off down into the runoff, uh, not really a river anymore, but like a rocky creek choked with debris that comes down from Diamond Lake and eventually flows into the Pacific Ocean. Jesus, where the hell is this place we're going to? This is like we're going into the middle of nowhere, really. I know. Uh, Drive casual. (sighs) I'm keeping an eye open. I don't like the, the cliff... 
on one side and the narrow path here. I'm keeping an eye out for anything that looks like an ambush. Mm -hmm. It's a packed earth road with occasional sections of tightly joined planking, of all things, on it that's really badly decayed. And it's just barely wider than your cab. Oh, lovely. There are scrub oaks and pine trees hanging overhead, creating a kind of half-tunnel filled with beams of dusty sunlight and dappled shade. And ahead of you, in that shade, you can see a cattle guard. You know, these sections of spaced pipes that are placed to keep cows from walking off the farm? Right. And there's a sturdy gate across that. It looks like it's changed shut. The road winds on out of sight from here, but it looks like it maybe curves around the hills away from the river anyway. Wherever the tracking spell's pointing to. The problem is that there's a sturdy metal gate in the way. Looks like it's got a stout chain and a big padlock on it. Oh, okay, I got you. Uh, how subtle do we want to be here? May as well stop being subtle at this point, you know. All right. Sweet. You want to take this or should I? Actually, you got the tracking spell. I pull out my gun and roll down my window and blast the hell out of the gate. Oh, that works. <laughs> that is awesome. Okay. You're hounded by anger and you have the firearm of righteous fury. Yes, so I'm totally giving you a fate point for that. Okay. Thank you. Now I'm up to four, I think. All right. Especially because the flat, hard sound like someone punching a giant I-beam through a huge cardboard box of the weapon just <laughs> resounds, echoing back and forth through the hills and the canyon below you. A murder of crows is startled up from the pines, <laughs> and you can see several large turkey vultures also take wing, looking at you accusingly. <laughs> I glare back I, I, at them. I'd like to use my compel now and make a fast approach to them on my motorcycle where they can see me coming. Mm, you could even be ahead of them if you wanted to. Yeah, let's do that. And now I'm coming towards them on the motorcycle. Uh -oh. now, do you want your boys to also be there? Because I will let you do that for a fate point. Let's say no. I want them okay. maybe a few minutes out. Gotcha. And then I don't even think... I, I, in fact, at this point, I don't... You know. Because I'm a winner, I don't really need them, but I called them anyway just to have some fun for the boys. I'll call them if I actually need them. Okay. So you pull around the corner, and uh, this section of the road is very twisty. It's like it's in the narrow fold of some pine-lined hills. And uh, it's hot and dry. There's a slight breeze. You can hear insects buzzing. There's that resiny scent of pines everywhere. And have you on the road, well... Take it away, Mr. Shaw. I come around the corner, and can the road be muddy? Unfortunately not. It's dry? Okay. Yeah. Not a problem. It's January in Central California, and it hasn't rained in a couple days. So. so I come around the corner, and I shift gears and increase the speed on my motorcycle. I'm probably about half a football field away from them. I'm coming barreling down at them, and... Is that that same motorcycle that was... What the hell? Does that? I'm going to compel my own damn aspect, if I may. You're going to, uh, what do they call that? Invoke. You're going invoke to invoke my own. Well, no, because I'm, no, I'm not invoking it. I'm compelling it because I'm you saying. Self-compel. I'm self-compelling. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Okay, so yeah, hounded by anger. Is that that bastard that we were looking at that was going crazy on the road earlier? I think it might be. Jesus Christ. And I get about 20 yards from you and <laughs> I. Get the uh, gun. Quick, 
quickly spin the bike and come to a stop. Because I'm hounded by anger, how that's going to manifest itself and complicate things is rather than being nice about things, I'm going to pull out my... uh, in the heat of things, let's say I don't recognize... Well, he said he's got a mask on it. I have a helmet yeah. on. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, I'm not going to know you anyway. So, I pull out my gun. You have any idea how close you came to killing someone on the road back there? Yeah. I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, you know what? I mean, I guess this wouldn't be a self-compel because I'm not really complicating things. I'm, I'm going to step uh, off the bike and start walking towards him. Stop. I'm a, I don't have a badge anymore because I'm not a cop anymore. You just pulled up your wallet and he can't see it from this far. That's true. Yeah, that's a good point. I hold up my wallet. Police officer, stop or I'm going to shoot. Got my wand in hand. I mm, wonder how far I want to take this. This is kind of fun. <laughs> we really don't want to blast you. <laughs> I know you don't. I'll stop and take my helmet off. Is that how to treat family? Oh, it's you. No. Oh, what the hell? What are you doing here? I was out for a bike ride. What are you doing here? Uh, yeah, I'm not going to take the fate point because that wasn't really a compel. It was just... You're investigating a mystery. And really? as you say that, Josh, give me a discipline roll because you can feel that same liquid nitrogen, cold, ammonia-scented spike of mental energy coming in at you. Ooh. Okay, this plan is plus four. Oh, wow. I got a total of eight. I rolled four plus. Excellent. That beats their four by quite a bit. So, what are you doing here? Not today, pal. What happens? Ah, uh, guys. Normally, I'm always looking for a good bond wagging contest, but there's something alien and evil has taken notice of. Well, me at least, and probably you guys too. We should probably get a move on here. If we're gonna find Echo. I need a definite location here before I can call in some big help. When I was farther along, did I see houses or anything that I could relay? You came down a side road to get here, like this narrow little, like, horse trail, really, or really almost like a deer trail, you know, like motorcycle almost flipping over itself to get down to this point. But you did see maybe a mile or two beyond here what looked like a flattened and improved area, kind of in its own little deep valley that way back in the hills. Come on, Ezra, get on the bike. I'll take you in. Well, we got a cab here we can come in on. I'm more maneuverable and faster. It's true. All right. If something's going to jump out and attack us, I think I can dodge it with the bike better than David can dodge it with his cab. That's perhaps true. I've seen him drive that cab. What the hell are you trying to say? That you're not a good driver? Take you on any day of the week. How new and fancy is his bike looking? It's new and fancy. (laughs) How new and fancy do you want? What kind of bike? You want it to be a Harley? It's got all those fancy electronics and whatnot. I'm a uh, wizard. Yeah, we'll find out. Take our chances. <laughs> Live on the wild side, sir. You, you forget what one, game you're playing, one, sir. <laughs> so, you know, whatever. <laughs> hey, I've been playing with this group for a while and I haven't died yet. So if this is the first time, then it'll be fine. Brave lad. All right. I love this plan. I'm excited to be a part of it. <laughs> I, I, I'm an impulse person. I don't think things out sometimes. He raises a fair point there, uh, Freddy. What's your first? What's your character's name? <laughs> David Mercury. David Mercury. Mercury. I had to write it down. I remember the Mercury part. <laughs> like when the police officer called you Mr. Pound, you're like, other Ezra. I could tell you an Ezra Pound story if it... Come on, let's go. You said we got to right. hurry. I won't eat you. No, you're not. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I grab an All right, I'll just stay, stand guard out here for 
We'll be back. It won't be long. I just need to reconnoiter. Yeah, do what you do best, David. You know, you're a cop. Just stand out there and kind of watch. <laughs> I give him a glare. We're going to love each other so well. <laughs> yeah, it'll probably be you that kill me, but that's okay. <laughs> Hop on the back of the bike. Want a helmet? Yeah. Oh, I'm fine. Okay, cool. And I will uh, floor it and start heading up toward the path and down in, where did you say, uh, a flat area that had that way. Yeah, that was about all you could see. It was some sort of maybe an improved area, like a area that had been created or something in its own valley way back in the hills. Sounds good. Let's go. Are you tearing ass down this road or what? Driving along, trying to be somewhat quiet? I mean, you did hear a whole uh, bunch of gunshots. I'm going to go about 75%. Okay. That so helps. Yeah. So I'm being I a little cautious, but not a lot. So you're being fairly loud, but then again, you also heard a number of gunshots, which you recognized as coming from Mercury's weapon. I heard gunshots behind us? No, no um, earlier as you were coming down here. Ah, gotcha. You heard Mercury firing his pistol. That big hand cannon he carries. He does that a lot. Yeah. So this is a narrow, winding little road here, and suddenly you hit a point where it's asphalt. It's nicely graded. The asphalt is not new, but it has been recently patched, and the trees and poison oak and underbrush has all been cut back from it. Dark green and bark gray on one side and golden California grass on the other side. Looks like they didn't have enough money to finish this road. I'll slow down a little bit. Moving at a slightly slower pace, you continue along a, uh, a winding road. goes on for about a mile or so, and then you see a obelisk off on the side, like Cleopatra's oh. Needle-style obelisk. That's something you don't see every day. Um, I'm sure he wants to search or look at it, so I'm, I'll drive up closer to it. Maybe stop about 10 feet away from it, 15 feet away from it, so he can hop off and take a look at it if he wants. And I am. Okay. It's off on the side of the road. The area around it has been cleared, and it looks like it's cleared regularly. It looks fairly new. It's not pitted or worn, slightly weathered. There's a little bit of lichen growing on it. It looks like white marble, and it has strange hairs inlaid on three sides of it. But the side facing the road simply reads, Home. Strange, char- strange characters, he said? Mm-hmm. I'd like to make a lore check if I can to see if I recognize. Okay, um, give me a lore. Lore's my big thing. Plus five. I'm going to spend a fate point for Bohemian Wizard. Mm-hmm. That definitely works in this case. Going to my training, which will give me a total of six. Ooh, okay. You recognize this. This is Aclo from the original oh, my goodness. manuscript. Acloglyphs. Oh, no. no. Okay. I know what that is. <laughs> and it spells out home, peace, and love, uh, one on each side. I didn't know they had words for those. Home, peace, love, and Aclo. Mm-hmm. And you said home and is in English, too? Yes, home is also in English. It's repeated on the opposite from the English, which would cause a sympathetic link and resonance and drive power to the other two, which, the way they're arranged, could possibly create a, a sort of wall around this area, dramatically increasing the threshold. The it, threshold, okay. So home is twice, one in Aklo, mm-hmm. one in English, and then peace and love? Mm-hmm. Okay, and to clarify, Aklo is the pre-human language of 
horrible, evil things from before time, right? Yes. Okay, good. So, Aklo mm-hmm. means to you what it means to me, or Aklo, or whatever. Yep. Okay. And it is known to poison the mind of its users. Right. No yellow sign sitting here at all? Or- Not that you see, but traditionally be inscribed on the underside of this obelisk, so well, it we may won't. be present. Well, that's, we'll just assume it is, and not worry about it. So with a six, you're at the initial interference that you felt was a strengthened and expanded threshold, no doubt anchored by this very obelisk. All right. Hey, Logan? Yes? You got one of them fancy GPS things on your, on your uh, phone? Of course. Okay, mark this location, because we might need to blow it up at some point. Not yet, but, you know. I have some guys waiting for that if we need to. And uh, if you could do me a favor and snap some photos. Okay, yeah. Of each four sides of this. Don't don't look at it more than you have to, but, you know, for reference. Never know. Okay, so I'm going to mark I'll, I'll stand over here away from the phone. Okay, and I'm not really going to look at it that close. Just go to each side, take a quick picture. Okay, he can't okay. read it, so he's actually probably in decent Yeah, but you safe. said don't look at it, so... Oh, I know. It's just as well. And then I walk it, back over... Don't look at it, you know. I walk back over, and then I look at the pictures. Will these work? And I show him. I'll try and hold my aura in as much as I can. Like, I, yeah, that's see, I'm playing that my vampire doesn't necessarily know his aura does that to electronics. I know. I, no. I, but everybody knows everything about everybody else. Yeah. So I don't think I've had a lot of exposure to wizards, and that's why I trailed him, things like that. So I wouldn't know about his aura, so I'm just going to treat him like anybody else. Makes sense to me. So, yeah, they look okay. They're kind of flickering and sort of grainy, but for all you know, that's what these look like. They good for you? That's, that's great. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. So do we go down the road farther, or do you want to play with this thing for a long time? I want to get at least a look at the end of where this is at, if there's a building. Okay. Let's get on the bike, and we move forward. I'll go about, you know, I'll go, I'm not going to go real fast. Probably maybe 40 miles, 30, 50 miles at the most. Gotcha. You know, I want to be able to look around, because we found this, and I don't want to miss anything else. All right. So you don't go that much further, and... Wham! You cross this threshold. The bike sputters for a moment, and Ezra, you definitely feel this. Like, you know the feeling when you cross over a threshold uninvited? Yep. Yeah, you have just done so. Ah! Alright, so my power's been reduced. Yes, indeed. Alright, I really wish I'd brought my gun. Should have brought me with you. I would have been able to help you out with that, I think. No problem. I opened a side compartment. There's a revolver in there. Oh, all right. Fair enough. Yeah. Click. Maybe I should roll to see if the side compartment opens. No, No, it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Mostly only going to do that kind of thing if it's uh, interesting or could create serious dramatic tension, or if it would amuse my cruel winds. Also that. And let me know if I'm overstepping what I can have on my motorcycle. No, I think you're doing okay so far. Okay, great. I'll let you know what's up with butter. It's a small little revolver. It, it might stop a large dog. Yeah, all right. So all right. let me give you that real Got a thing. gun. I've got a threshold working as a block if I want to cast any spells. <laughs> I don't believe threshold blocks using the site, if I'm correct. No, it doesn't. Well, it can, depending on how you've got it set up. Just but this one, you can feel you have left some of your power behind you. Yeah, uh, that's not fact, so much power as much as just being like, hey, I can open myself up to the real world. Yeah. If my understanding is correct. In fact, a significant amount of power you've left behind you. This is it. 
the strength is four. Okay, yeah, that's pretty strong. So it will reduce the number of shifts of your spells and everything by four. That's yeah, a four strength block, and my conviction is four. So yeah. Yep. So I don't know how that feels to Ezra personally. Oh, it feels like my innards have been ripped by a cold claw out of my gut. I feel empty and tired. Ugh. Let's and take care of this quickly. But the gun well, makes me feel better, because I am from the south. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to call in backup? Not yet. Okay. I don't want to get into a conflict right yet. Right now, we're reconnoitering. Come on, reconnoiter. As you are saying that, you come around the last curve, and you can see... Oh, oh, does my tracking spell even work anymore? No, that thing's gone. It got blown away back there. Yeah, I figured that. Crap. Well, actually, you can still feel it, but it's telling you every direction. All right, so it's foobard. That's fine. Ahead, you see a steep-walled valley with increasingly steep hills falling down to a kind of disc-shaped floor. There's a circle of milky-white contrail sky above it. The walls are vertiginous, irregular, and nearly vertical. Does it look like a a crater? It has that look to it. Very old oak and pine trees rise up toward the sky on all sides, and they're strangely twisted. The hills are also shot through with giant cliffs of blackish-blue rock that look somehow worked as though they form some structure whose purpose is unguessable. Maybe one was made long, long ago and almost looks like a natural formation, but not quite. In the floor of this is an apple orchard, or at least it was an apple orchard, but it looks like the last time a human being tended to it was sometime back in the 50s. So it's an overgrown yeah. apple orchard. A river or creek, depending on whether you're native to California or not, crosses the road. That's, that, that's a creek. <laughs> crosses the road pretty much at a right angle. It's fairly broad, uh, about 10 feet, and uh, swiftly flowing. You can hear it burbling away from here. There's a kind of miniature suspension bridge over it, and you can see brightly colored LEDs on there. In the shade from the trees, they're slowly shifting through all the hues of the rainbow. It's like a weird little replica of the Rainbow Bridge, which crosses just southeast of Isla de Oro, goes over the bay. Straight to Asgard. Well, have you seen enough? Do we need to go further? I want to see at least these people's compound. Yep, there's just a little bit more here. Set back in there, almost against the cliffs, in an area that has been cleared and is is laid down with rich emerald green grass, is a house. It looks like two truncated pyramids. Like if you cut the top off of two D4s at sort of random angles and then mush them together. Right. And not like at right angles. Either. Like you just kind of tilted one toward the other and then pushed them together. Okay. It's got shale piles on it and like sandstone and weird shaped windows donning it all here and there. That's set well back. You can see like a, a swimming pool and uh, you can see some people moving, it looks like. And in the middle of the road, in front of the bridge laid lengthwise across this yellow road, is a coyote, dead and contorted. It clearly died in tremendous pain. And you go to interesting places. 
Well, didn't used to. Do you think your girlfriend's in there? Not my girlfriend, but yeah, probably. All signs point to yes. Give me a second here. And by the way, if I freak out in the next couple of seconds here, do me a favor and just drag me back to the camp. And uh, I'm going to open up my site and take a gander at the house as it really is. Ooh, okay. Well, the site's easy to open. Site's easy to open. A <laughs> little That's difficult nice to figure thing. out what you're saying, to see, figure out what you're seeing, and kind of wicked hard to close. Okay. How centered do you go in here? <laughs> I don't know. I'm assuming I'm raiding the cab for leftover donuts or something. <laughs> There's a turkey vulture in a nearby pine tree watching you. Ah, turkey vultures don't mean nothing. That's not good eating. You got a gun. Practice. <laughs> I think being a champion and protector of the innocent, that would probably so basically, be... What I got to do, I, opening is free, then I make mm-hmm. an uh, assessment basically to see what I see. Yep. I think that, that's a lore check against uh, intensity. Against the intensity. Yep. And then okay. when I want to close it, it's a mental attack. Base. I've got to make basically a mental challenge. With my discipline versus the intensity, if I win, yay. If I lose, I take mental stress. Gotcha. Wait, let me clarify that. It's a mental attack against my discipline. Closing this side. That is a struggle against the intensity. Yeah. You have to use your lore to try to close it, if I'm being that correctly. I don't... I'm not sure. It's inside. After you're for, uh, defending against the site. Mental conflict. She makes a mental attack roll. You defend with discipline. Okay, gotcha. So, yeah, it's discipline to close it then, right? Yep. Okay, so discipline to close. Okay, so open it, no problem. Lore to yes. read. Discipline to defend. Discipline to close. So, give me a lore roll Oh, here. no, sorry. If your first defense roll succeeds, I may choose to close it. There you go. All right, so, yeah, basically I have to... If I succeed against the defense, I can close it. Or keep it open and suffer another attack. Yep. All right. Lore roll, and there's no reason to keep this secret. The intensity here is great. Which is? Plus uh, four. Yep. Plus four. Thank you. Okay, it's going to be even fight. All right, so I spit in my hands, rub it together, rub it, rub my eyes, open it up, and see what I see. So it's lore versus four. Let's make sense of what I'm seeing. Oh, no problem. Uh, six. Okay, so they do what? Two shifts? Two shifts. Okay. What's it look like? Let me take a quick look at their guideline for assessments. One of the other things I was reading here. You get to tell me like what the reality looks like, and then yeah, because I made some rolls, I get at least one aspect put onto it. Uh-huh. Okay, gotcha. Thank you. So you see all around this area a web work. It looks like weathered wood, like back in Kentucky, the type they call good seasoned wood. Okay. That was laid down and it has the feeling of the work of maybe generations of craftsmen long since past. Okay. All set up around here and centered on the location of the house. But where the house has cleared out its yard, there's no more of the central structures, no more of the support. So the rest of it is sagging inward on itself. And It's worm-eaten. The wood has gone rotten in many places. And there are half-unseen translucent shapes skittering just out of sight all over here. They've taken nest in this place. And you can see big masses of stuff that look like polywogs or spider egg casings concealed in the joints 
there's a particular area off to one side of the house where you can see a kind of bunker-like structure that's set back. And there's an aura around it of, like, once it was a, a center of loving attention and care, and now it has been sort of cocooned over, and something pulses sickly within. Something's using this to, as a nest or a breeding spot for something unholy. Something uncanny. Mm-hmm. All right. Some kind of invasion. That goes up with my... Uh, Outsider theory. All right, so what's the aspect on the place? A threshold weakened. It has a number of fatal flaws. Okay, so it's like termites eating away at their protection spell. Yes, even though they are hiding within the protection, they're eating away at it. They have like, weakened. Like termites. Yes, exactly. All right, and I get a free tag on that with no time limit. Excellent. All right, that's good enough for me. I'm going to shut down this. Oh, I got to defend. Yeah. So now I make a group. mental attack against you, or rather, it does. Sorry, old school DM parlance. <laughs> <laughs> I get the feeling you're going to be able to defend against a total of two. Indeed, I can. I've got a five, six. Okay, six. So you're able to close oh, the site. No problem. Although that image will stay with you forever. Forever. <laughs> All right. I blink, shake my head. Oh, I wasn't so bad as I thought. All right, I got what we need. Let's get out of here rather quickly. Okay, hop on the bike. Rub. Vroom, vroom, vroom. Turn around, and we'll go rather quick. We'll say 70 miles per hour. Mm-hmm. Zoom, zoom, zoom. We'll try to get back to um, the sentry. Okay. David, you hear the motorcycle coming around towards you. The turkey vulture lazily takes flight. When I get close to him, I'm going to do a side spin and put gravel up on him. I'm going to shoot out his tire. Shoot out my tire. Wow. Okay, roll for it. Give me a drive roll here, Logan. Yep. And David, give me a guns roll. Okay. I get a zero. Our first conflict here is petty annoyance between characters. Yeah, well, you know. I like how this is going. It's kind of in keeping with his haunted by It is, actually. Yeah, he's kind of rude, isn't he? Okay, I got two pluses, a minus, and a blank, so that's net total of... I believe plus one. And that means my guns is... Holy crap. Okay, my guns is at whatever plus six is. Plus six. Well, that's... Let's see. Superb is five. Yeah, I got a plus one on top of that. Freaky shot my tire out. Yes. So the rear tire of the vehicle is destroyed, sending both of you spilling into the gravel. Right where I was sitting. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. What the hell happened there? Wow. Hell, man. Hey. I'm giving you a faint point for that blind gate because <laughs> um, that could seriously cause some problems. I mean, you've just reduced the number of vehicles and possibly kicked off some of the people you're in a dangerous situation with. Possibly, yes. <laughs> Yeah, and I was just trying to put some dirt on you. Well, I was trying to give you camouflage. You'll think twice about that next time, won't you? It's okay. Why you got to bring me into these things? Are you talking to me or him? I'm just talking to both of you. <laughs> hey, you're going to want us here. No, I mean, I don't. Oh, never mind. Let's what? get out of here. We're leaving? Yeah, I need... 
backup, and I know just the person to talk to. All right. Come on. In the cab. I see. And then pause like I'm waiting for a screen wipe or something. I push my Bluetooth. (laughs) Awesome. No, that's perfect. Let's totally do a screen wipe. Well, now, wait a second. Yes? Because I'm not taking him, I'm not taking Shaw back in my cab. That's okay. Victor, come pick me up. Here's the coordinates. Na 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 na. Okay. <laughs> you guys okay with a screen wipe directly back to Fort Hagen? Yeah. On the way, I will tell them everything I saw. Well, I won't be in the car with you. Cause... Well, while you're waiting for. Okay. I don't get into inferior vehicles. I will give you the rundown of what I saw and what I think it means. And... So we need a lot of C4, huh? Not gonna say no. Explosives. Of course, if that. Well, no, that's the thing. If those. Wait, when shadow, are, you, when are we those, having this conversation? I'm conf- before we get in the cab and before my ride shows up. Oh, that's not as much fun. Okay. Well, otherwise, because he's unless you've got a cell phone, I can just talk over it. Tell him this. No, I think this is a good time to talk about it. We're so where party. are we going now? I don't know where you're going. We're going to. Uh, Fort, Fort Hagen. Fort oh, Hagen. okay. Yeah, I'll go there um, too. Remind me again, how well do the White Court get along with the White Council in this area? Actually, um, not terribly well. There's an uneasy alliance. So I'm actually going to retract my own statement and say that we'll do a cutscene to Alistair's restaurant. All right. Okay. So uh, by the side of the road, in view of cliffs and the ocean in uh, sort of a run neighborhood where not much and there's like a couple pawn shops and that's about it this area is sort of off on its own turn off there's a big old airstream trailer red neon on the front reads alistair's restaurant inside behind the counter there's a uh, weathered old man who's retreated no man's land of ancient that some men occupy, like after 80 and before 200. <laughs> There's a sign that reads, uh, Eat what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law. <laughs> <laughs> and there's another that reads, Accorded neutral territory. Right. Uh, this is where we're meeting Rosetta? Yes. Okay, that makes sense. Not keen on letting a vampire into Fort Hate. Fair enough. And this gives us a good chance to sit around the table and talk about what I saw. Yes. So you've gone a little bit before she shows up, giving you guys if a this, chance to have this conversation. If these things from outside are trying to get in, we might not want to blow up that obelisk if that's actually one of the things keeping them back. We don't know enough yet. But it sounds like there's a lot of people there that need saving. Could be. Regardless, there's things from outside that are trying to get inside inside being here on Earth. And that's not good. It's never been good. I don't need the competition. We must eliminate them. Whatever works. Sure, whatever your... Ends just by the means. (laughs) On the napkin in front of me, I've got my pen, and I'm going over the letters that got bloodied on my little Ouija board, and I'm parsing them together, trying to put words together with them. (laughs) Tiny cads. I could be it. Tiny scads. Too many secrets. No, that doesn't work. Not at all. C-Tech Astronomy. No, you're not even looking at the letters no, I have right no, now. No, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> I love the 
the banter that you remember I've been listening to a lot of. <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of um, Sparks Nevada. So yeah. I've got this dry. <laughs> <laughs> my head right now. I've got this whole like just dry put up public. Like, no, um, I, I I'm digging it. Everyone I know calls it Mars. What is it? No, I have <laughs> just no. Mars. Everyone calls it Mars. There's something very important that I have to ask you guys. Yes. What are you ordering? Oh damn! Oh, uh, 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 farmer's breakfast. The lumberjack's you, breakfast. You can't just sit in here. You know, you got to oh. order something. Uh, yeah, lumberjack's breakfast. Mm-hmm. Sounds good to me. Pancakes, eggs, hash browns, and bacon. And then lots and lots of coffee. Do they have bottled water? No, no, he never drinks coffee. You can get anything you want at Alistair's Alistair's restaurant. restaurant. Great, I'll take some bottled water. So the old school silver bell brought in from a temple in Tibet. Over the door rings, and Alistair calls out, Hey, Rosanna. Somebody else says, Warden in sort of a nervous voice, watching her. <laughs> As a, a tall, leggy blonde walks in. Ah, California girls. That's why I left Kentucky, I remember now. Almost statuesque, except that she's built more athletically than you would typically say it's statuesque for. Instead, you might say, va-va-voom. Modeling. Uh, you know, a round, open, friendly face. She uh, comes in, she's got the uh, warden cloak on, and a fairly serious expression. She walks toward the table, she looks at each of you, pale blue eyes, the color of sea foam, looking at each of you quickly and assessingly, and then just slides right into the booth. I stand up as she walks towards the table and don't sit down till she does because I'm a good old country boy. She gives you a smile at that, all like white, perfect teeth. She's got all her teeth, too. Love California. Yep. <laughs> so, um, as she slides in, under the warden cloak, you can see she's wearing, like, a, uh, a Mickey Mouse t-shirt. Mickey Mouse is uh, wearing a leather jacket and has a bat with a nail through it. Nice. What? And, yeah. <laughs> Get that shirt from. Not an officially sanctioned shirt, I'm sure. Oh, okay, but... probably not. Some sun-bleached jeans cutoffs. Her arm is in a sling, and the shoulder and the side of the neck that you can see is really bruised up. All like dark purplish black bruise with green and sunset colors all on the edges. Oh, it's a nasty bruise. Do I know her? Have I met her before? Uh yeah, actually. Okay. Um you guys were all involved when there was a rogue winter hey, who was trying to take over this region by backing hate groups with winter magic. Okay. Then I, uh, I Oh yeah, the Winter Prince. There you go. Okay. Yep. Then I look at her arm in the sling and the uh, aforementioned injuries and I say, Another hot date? Yeah, those Russian guys. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing a good milkshake can't fix. I have an good authority that your milkshake brings all the boys to you. <laughs> God damn it! I was gonna say <laughs> She looks at you and says Ezra, that's not funny. It never has been funny. It will never be funny. I am convinced one day it will be funny. She just shakes her head at me again. So, you didn't bring me out here for the devastating wit. No, but it's a nice bonus. Yeah, that's true. And she shrugs easily both shoulders despite the obvious injury. 
What do you know about uh, outsiders? So, I see Hinton in, in a really bad early '80s movie. Huh? What? Oh, not uh, Pony Boy and Soda Pop. No. Uh, she rolls her eyes. Soda Pop. Alistair, can I have a Pepsi? We don't have Pepsi. What you got? We, a Coke. All right, then uh, you got Dr. Pepper? Yep. All right, take what, that. Really? You got dedicated to Pepsi over Coke? <laughs> Principles, says Alistair as he brings it. No, no, I'm talking to... <laughs> I'm talking I know to... who you're talking to. I got ears and eyes, don't I? <laughs> Here. And he just kind of like hands everything over. He's got stuff all balanced on one <laughs> frail bird-like arm. And just with like fluid grace, the plates almost seem to float off of him into their proper positions around you. Thanks. Rosetta takes the milkshake and uh, takes a long sip of it before answering your question. More than I care to, really. Uh, ran into them more than a few times guarding the ways for the White Council. Chandler and I almost got put paid to by a group of them not too long ago. Why? Uh, you have an outsider troubles? I... And then I will tell her about the interference I hit when I tried to do the tracking spell. And I will tell her about what I saw at the compound, as well as the Aklo Obelisk. Well, that's bad. I'll have to take care of it regardless of what else is going on. Thanks for letting us know, wizard. I can't help but wonder what you're doing in this region anyway. Was it one of your wards? Not a ward. A friend of a friend. A she lives in the house I live in. She's kind of a bitch. I don't really like her, but I'm doing it for... I'm, I'm looking after her for a friend who does care about her. Anyway, she's gone missing, trying to be a good citizen, trying to be a better housemate, and looking for her, and all signs point to her being at that compound, and if she's in trouble, well, it wouldn't be right for me to let her be eaten by Cthulhu or, or friends. She's an innocent, and she needs protecting. That too. I mean, that's actually more concise than the way I put it. But yeah, that's it too. And well, when, when he says it. that, by the way, he gets very serious. The banter is gone from. I promised my landlady I'd find her. Ah, oh, yeah, Miss McBill. She's a tough customer. I wouldn't want to cross her. Oh. So, I understand you've got a situation. Can you get any other background than this? Well, when I did the reading, I got these letters as part of the feedback popped up on my construct. I'll pass her the napkin with the letters written on it. Hmm. How'd these Not, appear? I had a little mini Ouija board and the blood drops on each letter, so it wasn't in actually any specific order. I'm not much for ciphering. I'm trying to piece it together. I got City Nads, that doesn't seem right. Tiny Cads, Nick Days, Sick Tandy, Tins Cade, Ticks Danny. Hmm. Sand City. That's actually probably the best thing I think of. There's Sand City around here? No, there's Shell Beach just north of here. And, uh, not quite the same, no. Some weird activity, but it's not quite the same, no. Okay, well, let me take this if I can. She reaches out to grab the note. That's fine. It's a I got another one right here. Scribble, scribble, scribble. There. You don't have the original, do you? No, it was on my... What, the, the Ouija board? Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, sure. Uh, hold on. I go through my pockets till I find the thing. She looks at it. So it's just a little, about the size of a matchbox. It's got a little plastic stylus in it and, and a little drawer in it. This will help. Yeah, the blood. Uh, okay, I know that's this. My, I... That's my blood, by the way. So I'm going to take it 
on your word that you won't do anything funny with it or let anyone else do it. As long as you don't ever give me reason to. I'll already do that. And the Ouija board disappears into the Warden Cloak. I'm pretty sure there might be repeated letters. I'll look into it. I've uh, got a couple sources. Tidy cans? I can probably find it right away. It's probably not anything in human tongue. No one who speaks Aklo. No one left alive. It's a dead language. No one speaks Aklo. Especially not after you chop off their heads. No, well, no. No, no. You, Yeah, I suppose you wouldn't. So, I'm in on this. Do you boys have a plan? Well, I'd really like to get my people out of there, uh, now that we know what we're going after. Wait, people or person? A person, but there might be other people. She's good people. No, she's not even good. There's a person in there. So it's probably going to involve us sneaking in at night and uh, hopefully not killing anyone. And if we do, it won't be by magic. So you need to worry. I trust you on that. You haven't slipped up yet. Nope, straight shooting, that's me. She smiles. Now, with the reconnoitering you need, I'm just the girl for that. Oh. That's right up my alley. Good. What's your involvement in this? She uh, looks at you, Mercury, when she asks that. She's an innocent who needs protecting. How'd you get involved? The boss? Yeah. Well, that and just, I don't know, sometimes it's hard to tell if it's the boss or if it's just instinct. <laughs> Sorry. Mysterious ways. <laughs> you see uh, Ezra suddenly laugh to himself and scribble out candy tits on his <laughs> Once he realizes you can repeat letters, he scribbles out candy tits really quick before she can see. <laughs> <laughs> She's looking over at Logan Sean, and she says, I don't think that's it either. Well, you never know. <laughs> yes? What about you, Mr. Sean? What's your angle here? Oh, Is the you're... white court interested in this? We're always here to promote relations between our two factions. So you're going along out of a spirit of um, civic goodwill? You could say that, yes. Mm-hmm. And of Fair course, enough. it's in my best interest. If this is as big as Ezra is leading me to believe, then of course, yes, I don't want something like this in my backyard. Okay. We go in tonight. She looks around. We as in all of us? I'll take point, of course, but I'll want the rest of you to secure the perimeter and hold it. I think that's a good job for uh, David. Yep. It's kind of noisy. I glare at him. Oh, keep in mind there's a strong threshold around the, the compound. Noted. Of course, that could be a reason to blow up the obelisk. Now that I think about it. The obelisk is going regardless. Oh. I'll take point, move in, check out the area. Once I've marked out a couple of exits other than ways... I'll assign one or more of you to guard those exits. Shaw, can you bring some of your associates as an additional security detail? Of course I can bring my associates. They would love to come and help you out, Warden. How many can you get access to? Six. Bring them all. Okay. Heavily armed, please. Okay. They don't come any other way, but they have permits. Not my concern. Very good. She waves a hand dismissively. Now, your former housemate is up here. Do you feel that she's in imminent danger? Do we need to move immediately? I don't know. No, I don't think she's in imminent danger. Not immediately. Then we're going tonight. Any objections? None. 
What is Logan Shaw wearing? Clothes. Right, but is it formal wear or is it something? No, I was riding my bike, so probably leather pants, black, Motley Crue t-shirt. Okay. Leather jacket, black. In taking a bite of his eggs, (laughs) Mercury flicks a piece of egg and it lands squarely on the uh, leather jacket. Goddamn children. Oh, God, sorry about that. Got away from me. I don't know what happened there. I know I'm the youngest one here, and still, you guys are all muttering under my breath. Rosetta leans forward slightly and just pats you sympathetically on the shoulder. Thank you. It, it's okay, Rosetta. Thank you. Oh, you mean him? Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she's sorry. She's uh, patting Kirkland sympathetically on the shoulder. <laughs> Probably should. All right. Candy tits. I think you should have your people standing by there, uh, Logan, to blow up that obelisk. I can have a couple there, and then depending on where Rosetta wants the rest of them, if that's acceptable. Let's not get too close to any potential thresholds or other wards they might have. Let's have everyone rendezvous at the turnoff for Hazana Road, where it goes on to, she thinks for a moment, County Road 6 should head up in that direction. Noted. We'll meet there at sunset. Okay. She finishes the other half of the milkshake and will long pull, slams it down. (laughs) Is Kirkland actually giggling? I'm trying not to watch her. <laughs> and, and player-wise, I'm trying not to make perverted jokes. So. <laughs> it's difficult not to do. I know. Not to watch her, I mean. Oh, that too. Slams down, wipes her mouth with her good hand, and then stands again. Gentlemen? Brooklyn is perhaps a little more mature than I am. Okay. See you soon. Not if I see you first. And she gives a wink. I'd actually get to smile out of Logan Shaw. I love California, guys. Just keep to reiterate that. That's pretty nice. Except for all the damn Californians. Speaking of tidy cans. Anyway. <laughs> I got a list here of comments I can make now that she's gone. Uh, there's like some that's what she said. There's like you bet in here somewhere. Anyway. Dicey snack. No, there's only one C. No, oh, no. You, you, you can repeat three letters now. So now it's a couple of things. It's candy. Um, candy tits, classic. I know, I know, right? <laughs> right, all right. Good oh. <laughs> night. Okay, so sundown at the uh, crossroads or the turnoff, apparently. Mm, that actually would be an appropriate turn. No. Leave my guitar. I'm not bringing that to the crossroads. I know how that turns out. I think one SUV would be enough. You can sit seven comfortably in an SUV. The back seat? Yeah. Yeah, you do have an armored Humvee. Yeah, I can get seven in that. Six plus me. You're not going to take Victor with you? Victor's one of the six. I don't know if that's me or my character asking that, because I don't know if my character character. would know Victor's name. When in doubt, it's your character. In fact, I assume that pretty much everything said is said in character. Okay. So I'm sure you guys picked it up, but it's pretty much on you at the moment. What's going on? All right, so we've got some time before this takes in. I don't have anything special planned. I'm going to prepare my guys, get them armed. I'd like each of them to have some grenades. Done and done. I'm going back to the Gomez house and seeing if we can find any other personal affect of Echoes, just in case I need the contagion 
part Ooh, of a spell. Okay, that sounds like a good time if you want to to make a declaration. I will make a declaration using contacts because I'm talking to people at the house, seeing if anyone's got anything that she may have had that they let her borrow, a uh, hairbrush, or even better be like a check or photograph or something that's got her signature or something that handwritten on it. Mm-hmm. Or even some little handicraft refrigerator magnet she made in a craft class or something. Do I have to spend a fate point for that? To make a- I don't believe you have to for declaration. Let's go with that then, because I'm not going to argue. Five. Let me take the quick look. I'm just going through there. Uses the ordinance skill. Succeed. Basically, it's like, you know, if I like it and your role succeeds, you've got it. The only caveat I'm going to add to that is what exactly do you receive? And someone else can jump in with that if they've got an idea. I have some ideas. It's a little puffball with googly eyes and antennas, refrigerator magnet that she made for... Is Bill is the landlady? McBill. Mrs. McBill. Ms. McBill for Christmas last year in a crafts class that she took. Perfect. When she thought for two weeks that she was going to make a killing on Etsy. <laughs> and that was kind of what she's going to do for the rest of her life. And then she yep. got distracted and chose some other hobby. So there's something handmade that she made. Okay. So um, you then have the aspect, or, or you can tag that Echo's handcrafted magnet. Handcrafted handicraft. <laughs> well, there you go. All right. Aside from that, I'm just going to dress in. Uh, I've got. I've already got my uh, army jacket, which is enchanted for invisibility. But I've also got some uh, the brown woodland camo pants that you wear when you go hunting, mm-hmm. and a uh, dark green stocking cap, and the rifle. Oh no, it's a shotgun. Just a standard Walmart bought or like Gander Mountain or whatever. Just standard shotgun. I've got the blaze orange jacket, too, I will keep with me while we're in the car, but will not put on. But just like, no, officer, going hunting. I don't believe it's hunting season, but still. No, we had established that it was January. I don't know what hunting season runs. I know it depends on what you're hunting with what. I don't it's, know. Right now it's duck season. No, it's I heard it's season. rabbit season. Duck season. <laughs> rabbit season. Rabbit season. <laughs> duck season. Fire. <laughs> Elmer season. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. And, uh, yeah, he seems like the type of guy who would actually have a uh, up-to-date hunting license. And what the gun is registered. It's a, it's a legal gun. He's a registered hunter. Oh, you can hunt pheasants in January. There you go. Oh, there you go. Okay, perfect. Uh, pheasant hunting. If anyone asks. Very good. Oh, I can hunt with the muzzle loader in January. I can hunt deer. <laughs> nice if you want to do some black powder hunting. I do not. I don't want to carry the muzzle loader around. That seems ill-advised. Now, it goes from state to state. Well, let's just... Uh, there's something being hunted. Yes. At any rate, that's what I'm... Doing. And then I've got my standard kit of handheld enchantment stuff with chalk and the salt and the plastic Pokemon toys that David gave me from the uh, drive-thru. And if you guys are gearing up bringing special equipment or whatever, make a note of this like on your character sheet. So that uh, you remember what you've got, because some of it could come in handy as aspects or something later, or it could be a good basis for a maneuver at some point. Yeah, the only stuff that's really special is that bit from Echo. Everything else is just my standard kit. Okay. Okay. Humvee. Grenades. It's not like the Humvee and the grenades. (laughs) C4. 
different tools for different problems. Do I need to put stuff like rope, things like that? Nah, a lot of that stuff I'm not too worried about, unless you have something the really specific. Iron yep. pythons. Body bags. For David. I'm joking. What is... I, I was looking <laughs> at my... Don't worry about it. Never mind. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, you'll never know. It doesn't matter. I edit this. I'll, I'll know. Yeah, that's, he'll catch that one later. Yep. <laughs> one pair of night vision goggles for me. In case you don't want to use your beast. Right. Yeah. Okay, I think I got a little bit of a list here. I'm good. Okay, so you guys tell me, basically, are we cutting to the crossroads? Yeah, I spend the extra time spending some time with my kid. Your kid who is named? Didn't we say Annie? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget we got the parent-teacher meeting tomorrow, Dad. Don't get killed. I'll do my best not to. If I can't make it, then uh, then Mother, whose name escapes me, will go in my place. Miss McBill, she says. Oh, is that her? Yes. yes. Okay. You're not going to miss my birthday like last time, right? <laughs> Said you're fighting a demon. No one believed you. <laughs> but you did. Dogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? Nope, I'm, I'm ready, ready to go. go. I'm ready to go. Okay. So it's like we're cutting to the crossroads then. Yeah. Yep. Okay. It's about 5.30. The sun is sinking slow. Our ship is sinking slowly in the west. No. The sun is sinking slowly in the west turning the Pacific into a sea of molten reddish gold, and refracting through the smog layer, lighting up the sky in a beautiful painted desert panorama, and illuminating the Sangre de Cristos with the peculiar red glow that gave them their name. Rosetta is already there, waiting for you, dressed in her uh, warden cloak over a black bodysuit, and you notice something right away, Ezra. There is a spike driven into the center. These two roads intersect. Are you burying a vampire? What? Not you, obviously. Not yet, she says, looking at Shaw. I just, just... can't help but notice the spike in the center of the crossroads. Yeah, what's that for? Well, it's typically how you got rid of black court vampires. No, no, I'm, not, I'm not asking you, I'm asking her. Oh, yeah. Hey. Easy, boys. You can whiff it out later and decide who's is bigger. Oh, I'm not worried about that. I'm just worried about that spike in the ground. No, just preparing to ground out powerful thresholds and wards. Oh. It's a technique, she says. Ah. Huh. She holds up an identical spike. A little resonance set up between these two, and it will ground the energy safely out here. The crossroads is symbolic. See how it's lined with the compass yeah. directions? I, I, I'm familiar with the energy. Well, that'll diffuse oh, the energy. That would work. How very interesting. I'm, I'm eager to see that. Well, you'll probably get the chance. All right, then. She puts the spike away inside the warden's cloak and looks around. Who's taking? Because my Cadillac, I'm bringing that. How do you get to drive a Cadillac? She knows style. Those things break down for me, though. I'm stuck on a bicycle. No, no, she says. It's an older one. Oh, damn for DM. Yeah, well, I have to hold down a day job, too. Oh. <laughs> Are you asking if I'm bringing my Humvee? That's sort of me asking, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to bring it. So she tells me that we should probably not bring it any further. It's her show. I'm going to follow. 
for now. So this is what we're taking? I don't know how David's going to get up there. He can ride the Cadillac with you. No, I already said I'm not bringing the Cadillac. Oh. That thing's cherry. You think I'm taking it into a war zone? Oh, well, you're more than welcome to ride with us. I can leave a couple guys back here to guard our retreat if that's what you want. Not just yet. We'll stake it out, see what our lines of retreat are likely to be. Okay. So semi-out-of-character question, is that how you guys are headed up? So. Yeah. Getting in the Humvee. You can, you can walk. I'm joking. Are we sure the Humvee is going to be subtle enough, or do we want to, like, walk it? Whatever you want. I don't know. I mean, if we're trying to be sneaky, the two tons of Detroit steel might not be the way to go. <laughs> well, we can leave it here with the Cherry Cadillac. Okay. Dang, it's a, the Humvee. They're not known for quiet or subtle. Well, we're bringing grenades and stuff. Is sneaky really the way we're going? Well, I'm, I, I'd like to be as sneaky as we can until we can't. <laughs> And I want to be prepared in case we need to blow something up. That's why I was thinking we could take the cab instead of the Humvee. That's just... I don't think I can get all six of my guys into that cab. No, well, they the can feet God us. gave us. Well, that's true, too. If you boys think that's you're up for a jog into the mountains in the dark, it's seven miles from here. Huh. Like oh, walking yeah. to school in the morning when I was a kid. Nothing. Uphill both ways? <laughs> yeah, there are two hills. So, you know. <laughs> my guys are trained and disciplined and physically fit. Yeah, we can do it. Yeah, we'll see. She looks them up and down. She still has her arm in the sling. Okay, park it, hide it, do whatever you need to do. Let's go. Okay, I'll have it parked and headed. Jacket's got the balaclava over my face. <laughs> and she sets off at a quick lope. Lope after her. I've got a fair athletics. I can lope with the best of them. Yep. Yeah, everybody have an athletic of at least fair. Yes, athletics. Mine is great. Yep, same here. That's a fair, but still. Loping okay. She uh, heads off, taking the road for a short distance until it reaches a culvert where occasionally a waterfall comes down, it looks like. Uh, he uh, scrambles up the short cliff there, vaults over the top, and heads up into the hills and underbrush, moving very quietly. She's like a, uh, a shadow in the moonlight, moving ahead. Not quite soundless, but... It doesn't sound like a person running. It sounds like the wind moving the branches or leaves falling of their front accord. Am I getting a vibe of magic off of her, or is she just that good? Your lore check? is really good, right? No, yes, she's just that good. Huh. All right. And she runs like a deer. <laughs> she keeps that up, she'll have guys fawning all over her. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> So she's... Go ahead. Nothing. I'm laughing at Eric. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty bad, but also pretty good. Thank you. So she leads the way, a flitting shadow, occasionally pausing to look back and make herself visible. Yeah. Keeping up that pace for the uh, entire seven miles up and down over the hills, always avoiding roads, always taking like the steepest and most difficult path and avoiding stream beds and animal trails. Just like cutting through the, the well, you know, uh, they ran through the brambles and they ran through the fires and, you know, running through the places where a rabbit couldn't go. <laughs> there we go. Thank you, Johnny Horton. <laughs> like it. And soon you find yourselves over that same strange valley. 
it seems both bigger and smaller in the dark. There's fewer details, but what you can see, like the looming shadows of those weird stones in the walls, the feral trees reaching up, and the, the old forest beyond that seems larger, like the shadows have all kind of drawn in and stolen the mass of these twisted forms. The house down below glows with a, a beautiful, pure white light. It's all like that, that perfect full-spectrum LED light, so it looks like the most perfect sunlit day. Is the house itself glowing, or does it look like it's got actual like lights on it? It has lights on it, but cleverly concealed. So there's no direct lighting, but it is lighting up the so, whole exterior of the place. But it's, so that it's not itself luminescent? No. It is not in and of itself luminescent. It's clearly designed to look like that. Like a gentle star has come to rest at the base of this very crater-like valley. The swimming pool is lit, and you can see two figures swimming there, moving lately back and forth through the water. The uh, bridge over on the far end is even more visible, slowly shifting through the color of the spectrum. And the lights in the swimming pool are uh, doing the same things as well. Are they in sync, color-wise? Yeah, they are. Okay. The coyote still there? Definitely. It's laid out, and it looks now as though it has been skinned and packed to the road. So you're feeling the same thing. This is where the threshold is. Feel that, Rosetta? She nods, and... At some point, she's reached down or something, and there's nothing left of her, really, but her eyes. She's got that black bodysuit. The warden cloak just sort of blends with the dappled moonlight, and she's drawn a mask, like, down over her forehead and up over her mouth. Right. She's all ninja. Mm-hmm. It's like the traditional ninja mask. Right. And speaking very quietly, she says, Wait here. I'll be back in... 20 minutes. If I'm not back, going guns blazing. Fair enough. And then she steps back into the shadows, and it's gone. Sure. Keep our eye out. Gonna keep an eye out on the swimmers, see what they're doing. From up here, you can see two lithe, nude female forms scissoring back and forth through the water. They're doing laps, but they're moving lazily, and you can hear them talking. You can't really make out what they're saying from here. But they're talking in light, cheerful tones. Ha. Huh. This whole thing is weird. Mm-hmm. As you want. Okay, so I was waiting. <laughs> no, that's fine. I'm giving you guys a chance to, you know, do whatever or... Right. Kind of respond. Yep. Back off, so, Logan. Back off. That's what? Nothing, nothing. <laughs> Just had to say that. I don't know why. I turn to Victor and mumble something to him. He laughs. <laughs> and this is an opportunity, like, uh, if you guys are observing anything in particular, you want to gather any information from your vantage point, what have you. Keeping an eye out for, like, actual surveillance cameras or anything like that. Although, if okay. they've got that kind of ward up, chances are that they're going to fry any electronics, too. Yeah, almost certainly. But yeah, you could give me a... Man, what'd be good for that? Alertness. Yeah, unless you Obviously. have any particular, like, I don't security have, like, skills. Security or anything. All right. Three. 
Okay. Um, no, doesn't look like it. You don't anything. The lighting is sort of a security measure. I mean, because there's a pool of beautiful soft white light all around the yeah, house. Yeah, so it's, it's well lit. Yeah. And the area has been, like, cleared out, but that's all you see. I'm not looking, so, but no, like, cameras that I see or anything. Yeah. Still making sure that the balaclava is over my face. Mm-hmm. I look like an IRA member. <laughs> <laughs> so, not too much later, across from the house, set into the wall, you can see a structure that looks sort of like a very small aircraft hangar or, like, some sort of weird bunker with, like, an earth cover with grass and stuff all growing out of it. A man comes out of there. From here, you can tell that he's built sort of like a rugby player. You can tell that much. Big guy. He closes the door behind him, locks it, and then sags against it. He's supporting himself on there. He stays like that for a few moments, then straightens up and sort of weaves his way toward the house. Hmm. Make a note of that place. The front door opens as he approaches, and a woman greets him there. You recognize Echo's voice. Oh, strain to hear. You don't have to strain, because she's calling out to him. Pace! Did everything go okay? Did you get it fixed? Oh, you look so tired. Come in. We're getting ready to have a barbecue out back. And she puts her arm around him, and then another woman comes out and supports him from the other side, and they lead him into the house, closing the door behind them. They seem really chipper for a Cthulhu-raising cult. Indeed, the barbecue that she mentioned is getting set up on the back. Huh. Yet another woman has brought out a big grill, very nice-looking, and gets it started up, and not long after that, the scent of... Grilling burgers and dogs comes wafting up to you. A mist is beginning to close in in the forest around you. Jeez, forgot to eat. I haven't eaten since Alistair's. Maybe we should go get something to eat. No, no, let's wait here. She's been gone how long now? About 15 minutes. There's more time. I hate waiting. I know. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I'm so intent, I can't even come up with a good comeback. He actually says that. <laughs> I'm starting to think that undercover might be the way to go with this, as opposed to this sneaky ninja gorilla stuff. Bring it on, I prefer a straight fight all this sneaking around. All right, Han. <laughs> Here, I'm going to put these on you. Yep. No, put them on uh, Shaw over there. He makes as about as good a Wookiee as anybody. Oh, David... Did you take that counseling session that I set you up for? No. You need a lot of help. I got, quiet I got God on my side. I got plenty of help. Quiet. Quiet wrestling. Quiet wrestling. Does he actually <laughs> say yes. yes? Yes, I do. I, I think I'm he not should. Past him. Yes, in I the, did. Uh, in the bushes behind you, it sounds like someone walking quietly in your direction. And Shaw, one of your men, says, it's that girl. Good. Finally, maybe we'll get moving she comes out. Okay, so here's what I saw. She brushes back some leaves, a moonlit area, and draws a map in the dirt, basically, of the area that you're seeing. No sign of security, magical or otherwise. There's a hole in the threshold around the lit area there, a dead band. 
she says. You can do that? It doesn't feel natural to me. I think it's outsider influence. This whole area has decayed. It's, there was some strong protective magic here once upon a time, but in the last few months, it's really started to fall apart. Yeah, that syncs up with what I saw with the site. Well, you've got Something bigger balls than Something gnawing away at the old protection. Yeah, you've got bigger balls than I do. I didn't want to open it down there. Well, that's... Yes. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty standard security. Window tremblers, motion sensor, deadbolts on the doors. But it's all focused around the back room. And she points to one of those here. All isolated from the bedroom over on the far side. They've got it set up to be screened against magical. And that's a server room. A server room? Server room. I grabbed some files, but I didn't want to stay in there too long for obvious reasons. Right. They've got magical wards around the computer servers? It's something I've never seen before. It's like a... Oh, there's this thing that stops electrical transmissions. Like insulation? Yeah. It's like magical insulation around there. Keeps all the the energies out. Servers seem to be ticking along just fine. That's where they've got their locks and everything. That's crazy weird. It really is. Any armed guards or anything? Nothing, no. The only other security is over there on that bunker-type thing. Yeah. It has some serious wards. Black magic. Bad voodoo. Well, that's, uh, that's probable cause enough for the White Council, isn't it? You're looking at it, she says, yeah. gesturing right. to herself. Well, I'm saying yes. That's, we would be justified to go in there and clean up, but we don't, I don't know how guilty these people are of anything. Well, that's not Not all over. of them, anyway. I mean, Echo, despite her faults, doesn't seem like the type that truck with evil powers, knowingly. There's some influence here. Very strong, very confused. Coming out of that shed, sentry mostly on pace for siren, according to his driver's license. Pace for siren? Pace for siren. Spell that. Sure. P-A-C-E, as you might expect. Got that. F-O-R-C-Y. R-R-A-N. Never spelled it that way. Okay. And he owns, according to his driver's license, that's his name. He owns the joint. He owns the land, the property. From the records I could find there, yeah. They have most of it, the deed and everything else, locked up under the bed in the bedroom. Wow, you're quick. Not too quick. She's with a wink. (laughs) Which so I could the do inf- the same. I mean, no, yes. <laughs> anyway. The influence magics, it's not really my forte, but it's all tangled up with whatever's in that shed and that man, and it runs to each of the women in there. We've got 14 of them. 14 women, one man. She just sort of grimaces and nods. Ah, uh, California. All right. Uh, now, from four of them, something's going on there. Something's not right. I felt it before on the ways during those guard situations I told you about. Right. Four of those girls are, she shakes her head, I'm not sure they are them anymore. Ah. All right. 
and she hands over driver's licenses to you. Oh, these are the four? Those four. All right. The others, there's something that they're all tangled up in, but they still feel human. Is Echo among the four? Tangled up in blue? No, she is not. Okay. I will take note of the girls so I know when I see them. Guys, I think we need to get into that bunker. That hangar-looking shed over there. The one that's best protected? Yes. The one where the guy came out looking all tired and wasted. Gotcha. Let's do it. They're protecting something in there. All right. Let's sneaky sneak. They're occupied right now. We have a window of opportunity. Good. Let's go. All right. So how you going? Is the bunker there, is it at the edge of the property, or is it like in the center, in the middle of everything, or was it towards one of the edges? I can't remember if you said. Toward one of the edges. It's sort of like it's set into the weird cliff walls. Gotcha. Okay. I suggest just skirting around the edge, trying to keep the dark until we get over to there. Do you have anything that's going to take out their security? Yeah, I can take them out. Very good. Then I'll follow you. Problem. Rosetta says that's going to have to be your job. I'm a sneak and peek kind of girl. No problem. I can disarm a ward? No problem. How can you disable a ward? <laughs> so, Blinkgeek, what's Mercury doing through all this? It seems right now like the wizards have things well in hand, so I'm just taking up a sentry post. With For lack of a better word. My gun at the ready. Okay. So they're talking about going down to this sort of bunker-like structure. Where are you planning on putting yourself for that? I'm going with them. Oh, okay. And what about Shaw? I already said I was following the wizard. Where are you putting your men? The wizard. Ooh, good question. I'm going to leave them on the perimeter. Okay. To try to keep track of things. I'll take Victor with me. And what are their orders? To let us know if anybody comes out of the other building and is heading towards this one. Gotcha. Oh, you got a radio, right? Of course. Yep. And if discovered, they are to only engage if they are defending themselves. They're to shoot to maim, but not shoot to kill. Unless there's no other option. Okay, got it. So, down the cliff walls... Rosetta leading the way, the rest of you close behind. Yep. Are we in the wards yet, or have we disabled the wards? I'm sorry, I can't remember if we did that. No, you're uh, just headed down the cliff walls. The bunker, whatever it is. Or not wards, I meant threshold. No. We have not crossed the threshold yet. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were asking if you had disabled the threshold. No, you are inside the threshold. We need to disable this threshold before we get too far in here. I thought that's what the spikes were for. Wouldn't that alert whoever's controlling it to our presence, in which case... Exactly. Well, maybe. <laughs> exactly. Right. Well, maybe. Well, maybe. I'd rather well, not take the, the chance, but well, if you need it done to do your work... Well, let's get down there first, and then we'll disable the thresh. So, okay, here's what we'll do. We'll get to the bunker, see how strong the ward... You said that's pretty heavily warded, so we'll have to get through that. So I'm going to need to drop the threshold... You drop the threshold. Once that's down, I can take down the wards, and we'll get in there, and then we'll we'll uh, we'll uh, we'll figure it out from there. David has a good point. Won't that alert them? Only if they're actively maintaining it. I think. Maybe. Probably not. Shut up. <clears throat> I love it when a plan comes together. I don't think it will, unless it's specifically set up to warn them if someone breaches it. In which <clears throat> case, they've already been warned. Guess we'll find out one way or another. Yep. Hey. Promised you excitement. You did do that, and you're living up to your end of the bargain. Let's go. All right. 
You get down to the um, springy sort of grassy turf here. It's like the edge of the yard has sort of bled over into the orchard, so you have crabgrass and weeds knee-deep. Oh, crab apple orchard. Okay. And, Ezra, you recognize this thing. It's an apple cellar. Oh. Used to store <laughs> apples throughout the year in the times before That's even my grandma you know, boxes. Yeah. Dirty wooden door on it. Keep apples um, all through the winter in there. Yeah. And the carvings in the door are new, as is the master lock and the stout chain. But other than that, it could date back to your grandmother's time, or maybe even before. That wood is probably ancient and iron hard, is that the point? Mm-hmm. But hey, we've got a gun that God made. <laughs> so, if you want. All right. Do your voodoo. Okay, I'm going to make a lore assessment to see how many shifts of ward is on here, how strong the wards are. Okay. So I know how much i got to summon up. Lore is five. Hey, six. Okay, that's easy enough. This is going to take six shifts, this one. Okay, I can summon. Very strong. Yeah, and there's a five threshold out here. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's going to... Oh. I can summon up six shifts without too much trouble, but... You've got six total on your lower roll, right? Right. Okay, so you can tell what this is. It's designed to keep people away from here, and it's not really set up to warn so much as it's set up to hide this area from magical detection. Oh, it's someone else's problem field. (laughs) Oh, all right. So, okay. So it's not a protective ward. It's more of a veil. Yeah, it's like a kind of veil, except it's definitely a ward. It's to like stomp mystic energy that's penetrating through it either way. Okay, but it's not going to prevent us from coming in, and it's not going to blow us up if we walk through it. No, it's just a really weird way to do this kind of thing. Okay, Effective, so it's, it's more, very it's more strange. like it's actually very similar to what I have on my uh, lab. Odd that. That is odd. Yeah, because my lab is veiled, too, so you don't see where my door is for that. Huh. That is odd. That's actually curious. All right, so we don't actually have to worry about, okay, so all we got to do is bust down this door, then. That I can do. Well, can you pick a lock, or are we going to bust it open? I need to know this. Oh, I don't pick locks. Okay. Victor can, though. Oh. Ladies first, says Victor. And Rosetta just shakes her head. I'm concentrating here. No, because I'm going to say, if we were going to make a bunch of noise, I could try to sound veil. I've got it, Rosetta says. Her voice is kind of strained. Huh? I've got an image up of this door from the perspective of the house. Okay. Meaning? Meaning, do what you need to do. Blow a hole in it with God's gun or something. Okay. I was trying to see if I had anything that I could use in my, like, righteous hand or... I'll shove it open. I'll just use my vampire strength. Oh. Also, they're probably going to be quieter than the God's gun. Yeah. None of us took any security skills. <laughs> well, what's security under? Actually, hang on. It would be under the... burglary. Burglary is the standard. Was that under burglary? Okay. Don't have Although, it. I could totally let you use, like, repair or anything like that if you want to, but you're just ripping it open. Also, yep, pretty much. And nope, I'm going to call on the beast. Okay. Blanky, you were starting to say something. I was just saying I was trying to think if there was anything in my righteous hand or guide my hand or whatever the hell all this stuff is that might help Ezra in his doing what he's trying to do, but I don't think there is. I thought there's something about thresholds, but it's just if I'm in a place that already has a strong threshold and it's in keeping with the church, 
then I will add to that threshold if it's pure. Yep. And especially if you're living there for a while. Right, right. Which is why the church where you... Right. Or the church where you... Yeah, you're staying there. Yeah. Uh, church where you stay has an awesome threshold. Yes. How long has Echo been gone? A couple of weeks? It's been that long. Weeks, yep. Oh, well. Mm-hmm. So not long enough to actually, if I had convinced her to invite me in, she hadn't lived here long enough to really qualify for inviting me into the threshold. I don't know. Uh, well, yeah, the threshold here is really weird, but it's um, not by the standard thing, no. By Although, what I know well, of thresholds, she has not been a resident here long enough to qualify as a... Although you also know enough to know that it depends a lot on the residents define themselves as a group, and cults sometimes accept people in very quickly and very thoroughly. It's true. Oh, magic, you're so silly with your rules. <laughs> All right. We got about 10 minutes left, guys. Okay. So, your strength, what is that exactly? Uh, might. Probably might. Yeah. And you have what? When you use your beast, you have superhuman might? Inhuman strength. Human strength. Okay, very good. So, give me a might roll. I think you get bonuses then for the superhuman. Yeah. Well, I don't have the book right in front of me. Can you look it up, Josh? Yeah, no problem. I want to spend a fate point, too. I'm going to tag my never show weakness because I've got a warden here and I've got a um, wizard, so mm-hmm. I want the plus two off of that. Definitely. If that's okay. Yeah, that works fine for me. I might suggest waiting until I see what you roll before you spend the... Oh, yeah, you can do that, can't you? Yeah. Okay, then I'll wait. I'm going to roll my might now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> plus three is what you get. So, with the plus that I get from fair plus three from that uh, I have one <laughs> so I think I'm actually going to spend the fate point to re-roll mm-hmm. so the chain groans as you pull back on the handles and the door pulls partway open one of the links actually starts to spread and then the handle flies off in your hand as the chain parts and sails backward over you toward the house. You hear a resounding clank. But the doors are open. Okay. <laughs> wow, with a one. <laughs> there you go, wizard. Doors open. Do you want me to go in first? No. Damn no. it, says Rosetta. Why that clank? Oh. I'm sorry. Sometimes I don't know my own strength. She just nods and concentrates even more in the direction of the hound. I'm going to walk in the door. This is a big open structure, relatively recent, like maybe World War II era, maybe a little bit newer concrete floor, well-worked stone walls, thick wooden beams providing supports, all manner of farm equipment and detritus has been shoved back against the walls and you know old tractor parts and boxes pallets uh, various farm implements etc has been cleared back to make way for a large stone or excuse me a large circle in the center and filled with wiring and plastic tubes and struts of metal in a bizarre, 
almost organic looking pattern like a rib cage or, or the mouth of some creature rising out of the circle and hovering over a highly modified dentist chair that's in the middle of this. That just doesn't look right at all. <laughs> Ezra, David, get up here. What do you think yeah, of this? I don't like how that looks at all. I'm getting this. My God, is someone mixing magic and technology? That can be done. You can't do that. No, you can't do that. They're fundamentally at odds. Unless they found some way of overcoming that little snag. Oh, yeah. 5,000 years of magical theory and someone in this strange California cult figured out how to mix the two. Sure, whatever, David. David, you feel something wrong about this place. Above and beyond the obvious. Yeah, something... um, Well, instinctual isn't the right word. It's a feeling that people who are not believers would not understand. You sense evil here. Okay, I pull... David, 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 look out! I pull the hammers back on my gun. Jesus, your Jesus sense is tingling. That's right. In fact, uh, I'm going to call it that from now on. <laughs> Any other doors? In, oh, I'm sorry. You no, go ahead. this place is pretty much empty other than this. And there's a table at the head of the chair resting on the table so that it would be eye height with someone who's back in the chair or maybe like over someone's head if you right. tilt their head back in the chair is a hideous, grinning arch. How does the arch grin? It feels like it's doing that, especially to you, Ezra. And give me a discipline roll, Ezra. Figuratively grinning, okay. Yes. Gotcha. Fair enough, I'll buy that. Discipline? Discipline. Rolling awesome today. That's a six. Using these dice, I like them. That weird compulsion, like a car accident, by the side of the road, or what some people feel at the edge of a vast, empty space, that Me. urge to look over and tilt yourself forward. Yeah, that's why I don't go you on can, big spaces. Yeah, I don't ever have that urge. You can feel I that do. tugging at you. And before you realize it, you've taken a step around, and the arch has revealed more of itself. As oh, you, I was going to look at it anyway, so yeah, that's not a problem. Yeah. Well, oh, so as I turn as I turn an angle, it reveals more of itself. Yeah, it's gotten larger and deeper. It's dwindling away towards something. So does the word? I got a lore five. Am I familiar with the concept of non-Euclidean geometry? Of course. All right. Would this qualify to my limited mortal intellect as non-Euclidean geometry? Yeah, and it's just fascinating. Guys, look at this non-Euclidean geometry. I've often read about it, but I've never seen it. Ezra mumbles something, and he's kind of shuffling. Uh, That doesn't look good. I said it nice out loud and all that. I'm going to walk over and pull him back. Because he's moving towards it, right? Yeah. That sniffs you out of it, Ezra. (laughs) I'm going to slap him just for good sense. Not with my inhuman strength, but just a wake-up slap. Cosmetic slap. Yeah. And David, your eyes are drawn to something behind this arch. There's weird patterns like scorched or eaten into the table and into the rock wall behind the table. Wait a second. Does this look like a far gate? Hard to say for sure. Where's Rosetta? Rosetta? I think it needs to be destroyed. Miss Warden? 
when you look back, she's outside concentrating. You can see the man that you saw earlier. He's got the front door open, and he's looking right at you guys. And she's crouched down, staring directly at you. Okay. Well, so much for stealth. David, destroy it. Well, I don't know if he sees us. I thought she was putting up a veil or something. Okay, then I'll just... Does he look like he sees us, or is he just looking at us? He's looking over there. He's got a heavy brow, uh, big nose, red hair, and an aggressively forward-swept crew cut, beefy arms. He's Starkers. I'll flip him off and see if he sees me. (laughs) He continues to look sort of puzzled, and then Echo and a gorgeous, maybe Korean woman... Both come up to him, and they're wearing just as little as he is. And they sort of gently tug him back on the door, and a third woman closes the doors again. I don't think they saw us. I don't think so either. Or maybe he's just got priorities. Good job, Rosetta. She gives a thumbs up. I still think it needs to be destroyed. Let's see what this is first. I don't want to... I don't know if it's a gate. If it is like a far gate or something blocking something than destroying it I don't want to let open however it's a gate to bring something in here I don't ah I don't know David there's something about those patterns whatever is scorched into the table and the rock beyond the arch David's got a line to God what's David say David David God say to do I am going to uh, fire my righteous fury is he firing that towards the thing or towards us <laughs> Whoa! Towards the thing. Okay, good, because I didn't know if we pushed him too far yet. Right. This definitely adds to the gun roll. You can feel a sense of righteous vengeance. Awesome. God says it's okay to kill it. I'm cool with God. That's right. I got a minus one. I guess it could be worse. Let's see, that's great. And that's a weapon three, I believe. Oh, that's right, yes. So that makes it back up to uh, seven. So I'll let that stand. There is a howl, a literal screaming howl from somewhere far away. Inside this arch, there's a dark bluish flash, like a lightning cloud, floating on itself. Fragments of this thing go everywhere, and something terribly, terribly cold splashes against each of you. It's immediately eating into your clothes and into your flesh. Oh! Ah, ah. You got half a second to do something. I'm taking my clothes off. <laughs> Boom. Off goes the oh, jacket what? and the shirt. Where did it hit me? It got you on one pant leg. Of course, it hit me the pants. I'm ripping off that section of pant leg. Yep, that's fine. I'm going to. David, you sensed it coming somehow, so you could have turned, shielded someone else. Well, I think my righteousness that might help me stand against that, but I, I can't. i got to write down all these effects, because... No problem. Let me take a look. It's on page 188, I think. Yeah, it is. The notes I have here. Holy touch. Touch is harmful to creatures. Ooh, that's nice. Holy touch, your very touch can hurt beings that are vulnerable. Righteousness, your prayers have a profound effect. Well, since none of that seems to be very uh, useful, I'll just turn aside... (laughs) Okay, so you catch it on one arm then? Actually, no, you know what I will do? Yeah, kind of. After having just shot the gun, I turn aside and I turn the gun so that it's almost warding off or blocking or taking the brunt of whatever is coming at, you know, the, the uh, lightning thing. Cobalt nice. steel. Yeah. Yep. 
So there's this brilliant flash, and a little bit of it splashes and catches you just on the top part of your palm and burns in there for a moment before you can feel a lightness and a purity burn that away. It hurts <laughs> twice as much, right? but it's gone. And instantly you know what that was. That was soul stuff. Guys, I just... It's from, extracting people's souls. That explains why the guy came out of here all groggy. Yeah. Oh, well, I should be okay then. I don't have a soul. Well, that's perhaps true, but if it's got other people's souls in it, we don't want to destroy it because it's holding their souls or something, maybe. I don't know. So you're saying your girlfriend's soul might be in not there. My, not my girlfriend. But, yes. Wait. Can we reverse the polarity of the positron flow? <laughs> well, if I... Reroute the maybe. phase inducers to the deflector dish. But do we have enough power? And if we take it's, the dilithium crystals and we eat them, then maybe... It is 10 o'clock, however. Yes. Yep. Uh, no, it's not. It's 9 o'clock. <laughs> one last thing. Mixed with the soul stuff, in the center of it, you got a little dollop right in the top of your hand, and that's the stuff that was burning away at your friends also, is something that is the very antithesis of soul and of life. Ooh. Anti-life equation. This isn't just soul stuff, guys. This is this is like anti-soul stuff. This is like <laughs> death incarnate. Yeah, we were, you're confusing me, sir. Too much to think about. And you can all feel, you especially, Ezra, a terrible, burning, cold attention turned upon you. Well, that sounds familiar. It's the Dementors. And that's where we'll stop, I think. Good. Dun, dun, dun. Good job. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, it's good to be playing again. Yeah. Yeah, hey. it definitely is. Do we'll meet next week and yeah. uh, what's going on? Okay, Great. Right, now, right now, I'm going to assume we're playing Dresden next week. Let us I'm know. told otherwise. Been. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Well, great session. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Yep. Well, there you have it. And I'm not going to take long with this because I'm going to start editing the next issue in hopes that we have a much speedier delivery, as Mr. McFeely would say. In the meantime, I am very glad to hear from many of you that you're enjoying this series so far. And this is the beginning. It only gets better from here. But if you want to comment on this episode, you can do so from our Facebook page, which can be found either via Facebook or via our website at mtmjetpack.com. Or you can send an email direct to feedback at mtmjetpack.com. We will respond. Love to hear your thoughts on what has happened and where things are going, or where you think they could be going. Things you like, things you didn't like, standout moments, that kind of thing. So until next we meet, this is Blind Geek thanking you once again for listening to Monkeys Took My Jetpack, and reminding you that your imagination is just like a jetpack. You gotta keep it fired up, and always, let it soar. Let it soar.